Thank you for listening to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. I hope that you have discerned by now that I love the old Bible. And you should too. And I want to make this point again that Jesus Christ himself, when he was tempted of Satan himself in the wilderness, when he was as weak as he could have been after fasting for 40 days, he said nothing to Satan except quoting scripture. He could do no better, even as God in the flesh, than quoting the already delivered written word of God. We have the powerful word of God in our possession today. We ought to love it, believe every word in it. And thinking about that, it makes a whole lot of sense when we get to a verse I'd like to show you today in Psalm 138 about how important and how much God has magnified the Word of God. So, the the name of the Lord. The name of the, the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. I could think of a lot of verses about just the name of God, the name Jehovah, the name of Jesus Christ. Whenever there's a, a song written and it makes much of the name of Jesus, boy, that gets me excited. I mean, the devils tremble at the name of Jesus. There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. And God the Father in his love, his rich eternal grace, sent the Lord Jesus Christ to die for our sins. The name of Jesus is powerful. The name of God is powerful. El Shaddai, Adonai, Yahweh. I mean, we could go on and on. And is anything higher than the name of the Lord? Well, I think reflexively you'd say no. Nothing is more important. Nothing can be put above. Nothing is even equal to the name of our God. I'd like to read to you Psalm 138. We'll start in verse number one. I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. Now this is Psalm 138, the last part of verse two. Here it is. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Hear it again. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Somebody might be listening to this and might hear me preach and eventually say, you know, you talk too much about the Bible. You should talk more about this or that. And I would say, well, except the Lord has magnified his word even above his own name. That's amazing. What's, what's more important than the name of God? The word of God, according to the scripture here. The word of God. The word of God is everything. Spurgeon said, visit many great books, but live in the Bible. It's how you think about this. It's how we even know about Jesus. It's how we know how to be saved. Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'd have no faith in Jesus if not 
for the Word of God. I remember when I was just a young man, just a little boy, I remember hearing a message, a preacher preached a sermon from the Bible, and I remember him talking about getting saved, how to stay out of hell, believing on Jesus. I don't remember the scripture, but I remember it pierced my heart. And right before I was tucked into bed, they turned out the light and my dad was turning out the light. And I said, daddy, he turned it back on. And I said, I want to be saved. And he went and got my mom and they showed me from the Bible how I could be saved, how I could know for sure that I'd go to heaven when I died. They told me that everybody's a sinner, and I believe that. And they showed me how the wages of sin is death, and I understood that. And they said, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And I believed that. And they showed me the verse that says, the verses, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, Thou shalt be saved. And so I did that. And I asked the Lord to save me. And Jesus came into my heart. The Holy Spirit indwelled me at that moment, like He indwells every believer and moves in. And I got saved. And that's a wonderful thing. That's a permanent thing. That's something I rest in, I'm confident in every day, every moment of my life. That when I die, if I die before the Lord comes back and raptures away his church, if I die, I know for sure that I will be in the presence of Jesus immediately. And in that story, though, I can trace it back, that wonderful, glorious, victorious moment of faith where the grace of God was heaped upon me for nothing in return, just mercy and grace for a little sinner. I can trace it all the way back to this, the Word of God. The Word of God let me know about sin. The Word of God told me about hell. The Word of God told me about heaven. The Word of God told me about Jesus. It defined mercy and grace. It told me how I could receive the gospel, what even the gospel was. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I say again, Psalm 138, verse 2, God has magnified his word above all his name. Therefore, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. First John 5, 13, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Without the Bible, I would intuitively, and because of my conscience as a created being by God, I would be able to objectively look at creation and again at man's conscience, his definite understanding and discerning between right and wrong, and I would look at creation and all of what God has done, and I would have to conclude that, of course, there's a God. There is a higher power, but I wouldn't know him. I wouldn't know who he was. But God has shined the light into our hearts through the word of God.
I love good preaching. And good preaching to me is defined as this, a preacher that rightly divides the word of truth. Because the only hope we have is in the word of God. And listen, if you got a decision to make, get to the Bible. The Bible will cleanse your way. It will discover secret faults. It will make the will of God plain. It will uh, help the Holy Spirit give direction to your life. You know, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said the Holy Spirit wouldn't speak of himself, but he would bring all things to remembrance whatsoever the Lord has told us. How does the Holy Spirit work? He brings to mind scripture. He illuminates scripture. He brings clarity to scripture. He helps you understand it. You as a believer can understand the Bible better than any unbeliever in the world, no matter how educated and scholarly and versed in the Greek and the Hebrew and the Aramaic and all of that. With the Holy Spirit inside of you and a heart set to study and understand the Word of God, you can understand it better than anybody. I love the old Bible. What hope for the traveler when strength's almost gone that makes him determined to keep pressing on. What sweet consolation from heaven's white throne, God's wonderful book divine. What chart can you trust as a guide for your soul when tempest would strand you on some treacherous shore? What compass will point you to heaven's bright door? God's wonderful book divine. And I love the old Bible, the precious old Bible, the light on my pathway to shine, It keeps me so happy, always so happy. God's wonderful book divine.